Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. Don't get so hysterical now, you don't blow you know my brain. Why? It's because yesterday I recorded in a row five Team Tom ones. Yeah. And I was really quite bouncy. I know. In fact, I was like bouncing as I was talking because oh. I, I decided to do intros and outros. I know. What do you mean intros and outros? Well, like a proper intro, like the same intro every week. Like the same. Yeah, I do that for my, I do an intro and an outro. But I've recorded it so that I don't have to keep doing it every week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, how long, how long is it? Well, only about a minute. I don't want to have to say that sentence anymore. What? Oh, what? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. How are you anyway? I'm okay. I'm, I'm on week three and a half of my cold, but I'm definitely the end's in sight. Oh. It's great. Uh, I've achieved new levels of procrastination this week. Mm. I'm expecting some sort of award mm-hmm. or the Guinness Book of World Records to turn up. Well, you'd have to contact. I actually looked into that at the beginning of the year because um, I wanted to do the, something like the world's biggest live clean along. You know what? What? Guess what I'm going to say. You had that idea once. No. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to say, think, what, what do I usually say about this sort of thing? Do it. I know someone. Oh, do it. Yeah, I do. I know. No, we have to pay. I know somebody who works at the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, I see. That was the next thing that I was going to say. But you have to pay money. It was like well, £1,000. What? And I'm like, like I don't want a like, record that much, thanks. No, I do see why that's exclusionist, but also surely that weeds out people who are like. No, I get it. They're not a public service. And obviously you have to pay for the person to come and adjudicate. There is all sorts that go along with it. Yeah. And also it could be like, I'm going to, I've got the world's longest hair. And it's like, well, you don't. But I do, you've got to come and check it. And I was watching Cheryl Baker and. You know, no one ever seemed to pay. There was no exchange of money. Is that whose who's style influence we're seeing today? If you want to be the best and you want to be the rest, record breakers, what, you want to be a record breaker. I never wanted to be a record breaker. <laughs> when was that on? It was in the 80s and then... Um, no, it was in the 80s. I mean, what time of day? What day? Was I it, know, it was on CBBC. Um, and then they had that You Bet thing, didn't they, with Matthew Kelly? Yeah, I wasn't into that either. Um, which was similar, but that was Saturday night, prime time. Yeah, I didn't none of the I didn't watch any of those things. Um so you've reached peak procrastination. So, so for example, this morning, well, it's partly because every morning this week from 8.45 until 9.15, I've done secondhand uniform sales at the school gate. So mm. I've been at school at 8:30 every morning and mm. I'm dog sitting for my friend who's one of their dogs cries all night she's mm. got her she's got her dog friend in there I think she's just homesick mm. I've been averaging about two hours sleep mm. so yesterday I physically couldn't move from the sofa after I got back I literally was like I, I want to dog walk I, I genuinely want to do it but I feel like there's a disconnect between my brain and my muscles so that didn't happen well no I did I walked eventually um and then today I was like, I did my dog walk mm. and then I sat on the sofa and I've got really into the French and Saunders podcast. I told you about that. Well, it's Audible technically told me about no. that. I hadn't, but I hadn't listened to it and they'd done sitting about, they'd done one episode and Audible was like French and Saunders have done one episode and then you were like, it's good. But I hadn't, I'm, I'm always scared of those sorts of things in case they're not good. Oh. Well, you know what I mean? No. 
like if if you really like a musician and their band and then their album's not good and you're like oh yeah okay but I, I mean if I didn't know titting about did you have you listened to the one about stamps and collections yeah that's the first one is that yeah I d- okay well I, I know I did definitely listen to more um and then because that that's what prompted the conversation because I listened to the one where Dawn French was in the Ivy she got Brad Pitt oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I just listened to that one <laughs> that one's about yeah hobbies hobbies snogging Brad Pitt right yeah snogging <laughs> she likes kissing yeah and I just do you know what maybe I just thought if you say it like that it's totally acceptable if you were to go around snogging other men, yeah, it's Mike, Mike would probably be a bit <laughs> ticked off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But if you were like Dawn French and were like, I just love kissing, then it's a bit more like, well, I guess if you really like it, then mm. it's not. Do you know what I mean? No. Oh, Gemma. Because like, if it was a man that was like, I just like kissing, it would be weird. No, but if he, but that, did you see the change in tone there? I just like kissing. It's different to, I just, I just really like kissing. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. I, 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 so I really like kissing, then that doesn't have any implication about what it leads to. Whereas I just really like kissing is what you say, because then I want to get into your pants. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Can you hear that banging? Is, is, is... I can just hear the massive saw that my builder's using downstairs. Oh, okay, well, I've got someone putting a roof on my extension. I don't want to brag. Oh, my God, that's... It is. Did you have a storm where you were last night? Yeah, and I went to the theatre, and when I went in, it was fine. And when I came out, it was not fine. No. Oh. I had to swim to the tube station. Hmm. Okay. We've got... um. This oh 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 I should do something spooky oh it's our Ooh. Halloween set. Ooh. Ooh, oh oh is oh. it not a week early oh, that's a pigeon that's a pigeon <laughs> some people don't like pigeons they could be scary someone told me that pigeons don't stop eating and if you cut their heads off it would just all be seed inside and like all the seed would flow like just overflow out of their neck who told you that my friend Amy. Oh. I think Amy was like, you can literally tell Gemma anything. Watch she me go. She told me um, that um, in Suffolk, which is where Amy lives, um, twat isn't a swear word. And I'm like, I think it is. It and is, she, but they just... And she's like, no, no, it's not not in my house. Um, and I never really got to the bottom of whether that was true or not. And I didn't want to test the theory in front of her dad because he was quite strict. <laughs> I think for a lot of people, twat has become interchangeable with twit. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. But I think that's where the confusion lies. Anyway, talking about spooky pigeons, this is our Halloween special. It might be a week early. It is a week yeah. early. We could do but We two. are nothing we if we are you. not organised. <laughs> we are so organised. We're a week early. Do you know how disorganised I am? Is that my stationery shop had it and must have had its first birthday <laughs> in the last week and I literally yesterday was like oh hang on <laughs> oh, not, what I should have done a discount code or something oh damn it. Have done some form of recognition for a year of stationery shop but no hmm. right so are you going first well yes we'll explain to the people what we're doing we're not going to launch straight in they might want to skip this episode so we all know this, this, right, okay, this is two, we are trying to kill, well, I am trying to kill two birds with one stone, blatantly buttering up Chippy after what was probably a character assassination last week when I was listening back to the podcast. And I was like, oh, I actually, I went in quite hard twice. So like once with the, the, the... No, I once with the essential oil, I would, that was just nonchalantly rubbing onto my yeah. and You were like hello what are you doing um and then what was the other thing oh yeah telling you that my new what my new favorite podcast was and which was the true crime podcast um so although I have to say having now listened to the people who who I who I knew 
I don't really know anyone else that the episodes are about on that podcast. So it's kind of lost its shine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I listened to the one about Princess Diana and Britney Spears. Um, and then I listened to the one about Carol Baskin, even though I've never watched Tiger King. And yeah, like you kind of know who she is because yeah. and now I don't know who everyone else who anyone else is. I probably would, but then also things like what I find difficult about my podcast is like I would never do Princess Diana, but they're American, right? Yeah, Canadian. I would. I would never do Princess Diana. No, it just feels. I always think with true crime and stuff, there's a fine line between disrespectful and yeah, invasion. Huh. And so if you're talking about like my first episode was like a, a horrible serial killer. And I, I frankly think serial killers have no right to privacy and they should just sit in a cell and fuck off. But Princess Diana, I'm like oh, that whole situation. Like even if I'm on there's like Princess Diana TikTok. You know, so you know how you scroll through TikTok and you just get shown random stuff. And there, for some reason, I've seen recently, and I don't know why, because I literally won't watch them. Like Princess Diana, like there are loads of accounts that are just about Princess Diana, and it's just like videos of her with the boys when they're tiny. And well, the and I know that that's really nice for them to have video footage of her waiting really excitedly outside their school and like swinging them around and everything but also it's like it's lovely for them to have that footage speaking as someone who's really pleased to be able to watch my dad on youtube like i'm really pleased that i can see my dad on youtube but i don't know how i'd feel about it being everywhere oh god and discuss that do you know what i mean no what never thought about what like when I die yeah the kids will be able to watch me I'm not gonna start crying yeah and they'll be able to hear your voice and what I found find really nice oh no my dad (laughs) never met my children which is sad I'm always really like he got to walk both me and my sister down the aisle great I can sit here and be really sad about the fact that he never met his grandchildren who were all boys which he would have found amazing because he used to make us amazing like um, assault courses and stuff with like proper he did proper army style stuff for us so he would have found having five boys really fun and really funny because we come from a family of all women but it's so nice so I could be really sad about that or I can be really happy about the fact he walked both of us down the aisle there's loads of people out there who don't have that but I'm really lucky because I have audio tapes of my dad reading his books um I can go and find him on YouTube they replay his stuff on telly which is quite not my friends will say if they've seen any of his tv programs replayed I'm not sure how I'd feel if it was just randomly in your face yeah I need a bit of mental preparation um but it's really nice because I remember when I was little (laughs) I remember (coughs) when Ned was little he must have been like it was before he could properly sit up so he must have been about four or five months and doing nappy off time on the bathroom floor and playing my dad on youtube just because my dad had only been dead like two years and feeling like the fact that my son could hear and recognize my dad's voice was really calming to me And I thought, God, how amazing that loads of people will never have that, especially at that time when we didn't have smartphones in the same way. So and we didn't have social media in the same way. And not everything was like there was Instagram and there was YouTube, but it just was beginning. It wasn't like now. And I just thought, God, how lucky I am that my kids can at least see and hear my dad and see him move. And you get an idea of a person. It's not just a static person in the photo. Sorry, that was a bit of a ramble, but that's why I don't know. So I just feel like with Princess Diana and stuff, I'm just so aware. And I think because Prince William went to school with my friend. And so my friend was very much like at school with his, with the guy who in his class, whose mum had just very publicly died. 
and we do you know what I mean when you're a teenager and you're like oh god dead parent the thing the thing is about those TikToks is because obviously it it was the anniversary was it the 20th or 30th 30th and no 20th 20th I was this this year it's a big anniversary of her death wasn't it and I think just as she used to sell out papers and everything when she was alive she still does it now she's not here which is that if you have a TikTok or any type it's it's a real cynical way of looking at it oh no it totally totally but also she's beloved by so many people which is which is 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 which is why they get so many views and and I don't know if you can monetize TikTok oh you totally can (laughs) and I think everyone's like they love the fact that they've that I mean one person show that I've seen recently a lot of that footage of her at the parent the mum's race taking part in the mum's race and again cynically it was like she didn't want William to be left out she didn't want Harry to be left out she you know blah blah blah. and I was like she just was a very good very hands-on mum which didn't go down which wasn't common practice at the time and therefore but I don't think it was like I'm going to do this because I don't want Harry to be left out I think she was like it's the mum's race and I'm a mum so I'm going to run in it. Do you know what I mean? But everything is twisted. And I just feel like, I don't know. I, I don't want to sign up to that, to watching that. No. I feel like that's her family's private stuff. And yeah. I mean, I am fascinated by the royal family anyway. I'm a little bit of a, a geek when it comes yeah, to Yeah, but and, and that's totally fine. And I, and, and I, I think loads of it's fine. I just, I don't know. I just feel a bit like you can, uh, controversial opinion. I think Harry's quite a good example of a messy situation. Yeah. A messy divorce, a messy... Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is shown in Harry's behaviour. I want to go and give Harry a big cuddle. Harry needs a big cuddle and he needs to be kept kept away from... Cup of tea. He needs a cup of tea and he needs to just be told to, to simmer down and have a little think about what he wants do you know what I mean I just feel like stuff's got a bit out of hand but I think that quite a lot of people close to Harry will probably think oh he's not he's never been the brightest button in the box and he's been through a lot when he was very little like and I just I just can't imagine being I mean how old were they when she died being that little it's a pretty, I want to say he was 12. Pretty fucking gruesome death of your mother. I'm not going to Google it. I remember my friends, my friend, uh, Kirsty McCall's kids also went to school with a friend of mine and she was decapitated by a boat. And that. Kirsty McCall? Yeah. How did that happen? She's on holiday. Yeah, no, but how? I think she was in the water. For, I can't remember. Oh. They drifted into a designated da, 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 watercraft dive master, da, 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 a powerboat. Oh, shit. The restricted area. And she saw this boat coming before her sons did. And her 15-year-old was in the path and she pushed him out of the way. And she was struck by the boat. Oh, my God suffering severe chest injuries and died instantly oh she died pushing her 15 year old son out of the way and that was in and hang on i can work out which son was so this was in 2000 so yeah my friend was at school with the 15 year old son so but i just think having a that kind of gory death in the public eye it must just like imagine if that was your mum anyway and it wasn't years to get over no. that let alone the public just rehashing it so that's <laughs> my thoughts everybody's still with us everyone's still with us <laughs> Okay, we are going to, so we're doing a Halloween special. I'm really excited about this. Are you? Yeah, because the reason I started my podcast was partly that I love it, love it, love it when people tell me. Let me introduce, let me introduce, let me introduce it. She's waggling her feet. She's so excited. 
She's lay on her tummy because she's not had any lunch and she doesn't want her tummy to rumble. Anyway, so what we're going to share what scared us, what spooky things or stories or tales or historical things scared us when we were kiddiewinks, right? So I I've got a one and I told you... Huh? I love people telling me weird or spooky or creepy stories. Okay, have you got yours? Yeah, I'm not sure you're going to be able to handle mine, knowing your past history of not being able to handle that much spooky stuff. Well, you go first. Oh, no, I want you to go first. No, no, no. I insist. Okay, so I was thinking about this. And obviously, because of my other podcast, I would either be talking about something I've already done Mm. or talking about something that I possibly could do. And I would love for you to come and be on my podcast as a guest again. (laughs) I didn't want to rupture that possibility and I was thinking about what properly scared me when I was little and there were two things and one of them would be such a broad general topic that it wouldn't be very interesting or that I might do on my other podcast as like a full episode but can we just share for the listeners the name of your podcast my other podcast is called the Monday Night Review and review is spelt r-e-v-u-e as in the old musical entertainment that you would get in olden times. Yeah, that stumped me for quite a while, I have to admit. Before the screen was invented and we had to go out for our entertainment. So two things. One thing that I remember, and I remember I used to go to Alton, any Hampshire listeners, I used to go to Alton Library to get books and I would go to the spooky sections And I got a a spooky book out and I can't remember whether it was a specific book about vampires or it was a book about true stories. But I just remember there was a story about a vampire that would you'd wake up in the night to the sound of a nail on glass. And the vampire had a sharp nail and it would draw a circle with its nail and pop out a circle of glass and open your window and that's how the vampire got into your room to bite you and I sat sleep on my parents floor for like a month after reading this because before you'd be like I've shut all the windows I've checked under the bed but that just gave it like a and and because vampires one of the things that vampires can do is they can sort of hypnotize you or that if you their eyes can control you basically so that you can't move And so you'd hear this noise, you'd look over to the window, its eyes would, and you'd just be watching as it comes in. So you can imagine that did not, that freaked me out. Mm. But (laughs) when I was growing up, we had some friends, I'm not going to mention names. So I'm not mentioning any names. I'm sure they'll never live. They'll never live. (laughs) I'm sure they'll never listen. Mm. But one of the reasons I will never cover this as a podcast episode is that it feels very personal. Okay. So I wouldn't want to go into it in depth, but I can tell you about it. Okay. Right. So I have okay. friends and their, their parents are very good friends with my parents. So quite, and my sister was very good friends with her. So my oh. sister would go and play at their house loads. I was the younger sister. So I would go where my mum went basically. Um, or we'd go, and my parents would go for dinner and we'd sleep over or my sister would sleep over. My parents would put me in the car and take me home. And I used to get really freaked out in their house, very scary house. And um, to the point of it being a bit rude, but like I would freak out sometimes and be like, you can't, I can't sleep here. You can't go home without me. And I would just literally go home every 10 minutes during a dinner, go down every 10 minutes during a dinner party and appear in my pajamas and be like don't go home without me promise me my mum would be like I promise you we'll take you home but you haven't left don't go anyway and so my mum would find this really weird but she's usually quite a stiff upper lip kind of mum but she was always but she she was very much like uh, okay if you don't want to be left in the house that's absolutely fine So the people who lived in this house were on their second marriage. Both had been married before. He had two children from his first marriage. And sadly, 
one of the children had in the grounds of the house committed suicide. He was a late, old, uh, late teens. And over some exam results, or the fear of the exam results, had committed suicide. It was oh. awful. And um, the mum had gone to school, uh, and this other mum had come up to her and said, I'm so sorry to hear about so-and-so's death. Mm-hmm. but don't worry he'll be running up and down the attic stairs before long and oh my god oh yeah. so the mother was like that's a very weird thing to say about my stepson it, what made it very sinister was this was a very old arts and crafts kind of house. oh brilliant yeah very <laughs> and the stepbrothers <laughs> because they'd moved there with the second marriage they'd mm-hmm. had two children of their own so the step sons had the attic so you had a door there were the stepsons the the mother's stepsons the the husband's biological sons that they were brothers they were brothers too right okay okay. and they must have been about 12 and 15 when the other kids were born you know they were late teens this was happening when our friends were i don't remember it happening it was very very young so they had this old arts and crafty house. So you opened a door and then you walked up some stairs and there were servants quarters basically at the top. And so they had a bedroom each and a, like a sitting room area, mm-hmm. like a playroom hangout area. And so the mum was like, that's a really weird thing to say, but thanks. Um, the, the husband, I should say, is, is a very no nonsense, very no nonsense property tycoon, like doesn't take any shit. Anyway, so literally a few weeks later, they all wake up and they come out onto the landing and all they can hear is this thumping along the top corridor in the attic and then thumping down the stairs and a bang on the door and then back up the stairs and along the attic. And they're all standing there in their pyjamas listening to this and it was bad enough that the no-nonsense dad wouldn't go up. He wouldn't go through the door. And he would normally be that. My mum was like, she told me about this way after. Mm. Because obviously it's not the sort of thing you tell your six-year-old before. (laughs) But she was like, I would have, I wouldn't, I would have taken it with a pinch of salt if it hadn't been for the fact that the dad would be the first person to go up anywhere and be like look it's a rat or look it's just the wind Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't go and it was so definitely all the way along the corridor down every step and then back and along and that that woman had said it and after that uh like the 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 mum and the sister basically would often sleep in the same room together but I have a question yeah so oh horrible and and tragic obviously if and I've never having never been in that situation it's all it's hard to tell but obviously they would have missed him yeah he was at boarding school yeah but what I mean is I don't know I'd probably open the door and see if I could see them I don't know. I don't, I think it's the fact, I don't know. Or did it feel malevolent? I think it was such a shock. I think she'd come home and said, oh, this mum said Mm, a a weird thing to me at school today. Mm. And he was like, what a fucking, you know, insensitive. Why would you do that? Yeah, Yeah, Mm. why would you say something so? Yeah. And then the fact that a few weeks later, that's what they heard and a bang on the door and I just think Mm. I don't know and maybe it's a slightly maternal instinct that that you'd be like I'm opening the fucking door and seeing my baby yeah and I think maybe that is a maternal thing that and he's I'm sure a very lovely dad but he's not like a big cuddly Mm. hands-on dad Mm. I yeah and 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 I think they were just so surprised and horrified but you always um, but I would always have problems sleeping there 
And when, after they moved, sadly, the marriage broke down. And after they moved, I would go and stay with them sometimes and I'd be happy to stay. It wasn't them. I loved them. I loved their family. Um, it was just the house. But it was just that house. And it was weird because I lived in an arts and crafts house at the time, which we know from, from me having mentioned before. My friend used to hear footsteps up the stairs. My mum and my sister and I, probably my dad, would always hear whispering. Whispering. And um, two boyfriends have mentioned the bed shaking in the spare room because they my mum was like we will turn a blind eye to corridor creeping but you're not sharing rooms with your boyfriends when I was like 15 which I think is fair but they'd be like the bed was shaking and one of them said why did you come and watch me sleep I remember you said that yeah and it was just like weird no and like he didn't come and stay again it, he was properly it's freaked so out. funny I don't know what it is about these types of houses because as you know we have like things happening and now I speak to our ghost I speak to yeah. her because like I she's think... always around she's not bad but yesterday um the, you felt the... like she was cross at first and I feel like now you think she's not no I felt like she was just checked she was just like now don't mess my house up kind of thing you know what yeah. I mean and like the other day I was painting our bedroom and I kept hearing someone walking again we're top floor we're in the old servants quarters very similar thing uh, I could kept hear someone walking along the thing and I kept opening the door and expecting to see the dog because the floorboards aren't nailed down properly yet so they always clank and I kept hearing that and I was like oh god's sake who is it and I kept opening the door and, and eventually after about four or five times I, I actually said look because I was painting the wall a different color do you like it or not yeah and then our bedroom door just very slowly opened and very gently closed again. And I was like, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah, so, but this is the thing. So, and, I've, and I always think that maybe I come across as someone who believes everything. And I don't. I genuinely don't. And the other day I was trying to freak myself out. So I was looking at haunted. So I have, I'm very slow off the mark about a lot of things. A very nice friend of mine was saying that one of the things she likes about me so much is my very quick humor. But I'm incredibly slow about 90% of other things. Really slow. Like Joe could tell you horrifying stories about how slow I am about geography. Scarily mm. slow. Like working out certain places at islands I'm not going to mention it because the laundrettes will cry but but being like and Joe's just like fuck and my mum's been like I literally can just feel like setting fire to all the money I spent on your education because it would have at least kept me warm but she um but so I suddenly like I bet there's loads of haunted evidence stuff on TikTok and I will watch it and I'll be like nonsense 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 bollocks 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 but there's one and I will share it with the laundrettes mm -hmm. and it's a very good reason why I think the guy probably the, the dad who I'm talking about probably didn't go through the door and it's basically this guy who is into haunted stuff but he's into sort of dis dismantling it and his friend lives in a haunted house and so he moves in with him and it's footsteps and it's banging on the door but it's banging on the door like proper it, it's not like knock 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 oh and then someone can run off it's like proper hand banging on the door yeah. that stops as he pulls it open and there is nothing there and he like opens it as you will imagine if he hadn't opened it the bang would continue do you know what I mean it doesn't stop and then he opens it it's mm -hmm. like he opens it that if you were doing it you'd probably fall through and it's that sort of thing that makes you think it's so loud Hello. Um, but yes, it's not. So I think she wouldn't mind me saying friend that I grew up with, he used to feel, hear the footsteps that I was always like, meh, meh. did you, did you though? Mm. Because quite often, especially as like in old houses, there are creaks, there are things and you can, like mm -hmm. I've heard knocking noises that you just go and stand next to the wall and you're like, that is just some sort of weird mm -hmm. settling noise that just sounds like a, do you know what I mean? 
and then it will stop and it's actually it's weird because it's continuous but it's a settling noise but this guy is a very good and maybe someone will watch it and tell me how he's doing it if he is indeed pranking it but it is so loud that there is no denying that something do you know what I mean it's not a oh did you hear that did you, you know when you watch spooky stuff and they're like did you hear that and you're like no <laughs> no I didn't I used to watch when I was pregnant with Ned I was obsessed with my Yvette Fielding don't even don't even well obviously and you've got you best buds with Derek Mike has ruined that for me but also but you're always like if you all just stop screaming then maybe some one of the viewers could listen and hear something but instead Mike it's ruined that close for me. up of Yvette's nostrils with her going come I love, Yvette. I love that was such a cult tv thing I and one year never we watched, watched it. it I never watched it until I was pregnant with Ned and then it was all I could watch well I watched it it was a live one Halloween Ben was about six yeah. months old we'd gone to Borough Market we'd cooked all this amazing stuff specifically so I could watch Most Haunted Live on Halloween oh, yeah. Mike comes in Mr Sensible Mr Logical I can see the rope <coughs> there's a rope there rewind it I'm like just no why would you ruin it don't ruin it mike um i then uh a a girl called helen joined my team who's married to someone called carl and i eventually said to her i'm sorry but all i can think about is is this program called most haunted and she's like oh my god that's literally like 50 percent of why i married i love carl i'm not together now no, they're not. Well, that's because she's standing in a house somewhere screaming with the camera up her nose. Go! Um, before we, before we, I need to tell you this and then we need to move on to my spooky. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, but yesterday, Tom and Johnny are off school. They've got two weeks off for half term. Ben still is at school. Um, and I came down and I was like, I can smell burning. I can smell burning. And I could smell the most intense toast, toast smell coming from the kitchen. <laughs> it was no one. The boys don't even eat toast really um it takes too long to cook they just rather have bread you know from the packet and for we just couldn't work it out and it was it was the, the most intense smell of toast and they could smell it as well yeah how odd anyway let's uh see you should you should be making a note of all of this okay why i just think i i'd love like when you're dead i'd love that sort of thing like if you bought a house or you if your parents or do you know what I mean if you had a log of like smelt burning toast tom johnny me 9 a.m thursday really strong smell of burning toast i just think it would be really interesting to look back at and be like because also you know how stuff like that happens and you're like is it toast especially with like smells you're like is it to- is it something in my nostrils has it gone is it still there well Have that's the thing and who was Whereas it? if you write it and you're like actually that's the fifth time mm-hmm. when when were the last time do you know what I mean I just think it's quite interesting I think it was that. was it Holly that messaged you after I spoke about the fire alarm going off yeah but uh, just because I never I never actually said this but our fire, our smoke alarms are actually wired to the mains, so they don't actually have batteries. Yeah, ours are wired to the mains, and they go off sometimes. It hasn't gone off since. It's but anyway, really weird. anyway, anyway. Your mains, because you're like, a, why is this happening? Are we dying? B, yeah. I can't fucking fix this. <laughs> this is an electrics. It's beyond me. I can't. Um. So mine. Right. I, as we know, I am from the north of England never say you've never mentioned that and my dad when I was growing up my dad um did some strange things um we've spoken about the fact that he thought it was a good idea on my 13th birthday to bring a snake into the house even though I was petrified of snakes yeah Yeah. um and when I was probably about six years old he in his wisdom decided to take me to the Manchester Museum to see Lindo Pete or Pete Marsh. Now everyone calls it Lindau, but locally we always called him Lindo because he was dug up in Cheshire, he in Mobley, not Mobley, in Wilmslow, which was we used to live in Mobley, which is very close. It was it, this guy, Pete Lindo, yeah. Lindau man, was dug up in 19. Check me out. I have I've remembered facts. You've done research. You were like, I fancy doing some homework. 
<laughs> I do, yeah. I'm anti giving my brain a workout. 84, right? So I was born in 1981. So by the time me and my dad went to see him, I probably would have been about six or seven years old. And so my dad, I coughed at a really bad moment. He was dug up in 1981. Yeah, so in um, Wilmslow, they have like peat marshes, like box, yeah. right? And I've got questions already. Mm. Are they still, could you still get stuck in them? Yes, there's people frequently have to get rescued by the fire brigade. Because I did a thing recently on my other podcast about this memorial about people who've, normal people who've done great things. And one of them was two people died trying to help a girl get out of quicksand. Mm. And I was like, and it was in the, it was quite recent, relatively recent. And I was like, God, are there still places in the mm. UK where there are places where you could step in the wrong place and die? Yeah. But obviously this is, I think this is private land because it's farmed. Okay. So what happened was the year before, it's the same company, the same guy, um, had like this conveyor belt and he had to make sure that the conveyor belt was moving fairly freely so that nothing got stuck like big rocks or anything like that and he saw what he thought was a football on the conveyor belt so he took it off it turned out it was a female head right so this is previous we're prior to lindo pete being discovered it was are we in the 70s we're in 1983 or 1982 okay so just the year before so they found a head um, and so obviously the first thing they did was that they phoned the police and the police were like, amazing, because there was this local guy who they'd suspected having murdered his wife. His wife had gone missing. His ex-wife had gone missing. 20 years they'd been trying to pin it on this dude who lived metres from this marsh that they were fi- farming for Pete. Um, so they found the head of a woman. It's definitely this guy's wife. They went round and he immediately confessed. He was like, oh, God, it's been so long. It's been 20 years. I didn't think anyone would ever find it. (laughs) Right. So he confessed to it. But then when they dated the head, it turned out that she was like 1700 years old. So it wasn't his wife. But he already confessed. He'd already admitted to it. He'd admitted to killing her, dismembering her body and dumping her in the peat marsh. Right. So he must have been. I mean, maybe he was really relieved to finally be caught. But also, if they were like, actually, we got the date wrong, he'd be like, (laughs) fuck. Anyway, so he they dealt with him. He went off to prison, but then they had they've had this head, right? And then a year later, same guy, same conveyor belt, same Pete Marsh. And that's what they'd actually call him Pete Marsh as well. The guy, it's confusing. Same bog, right? Yeah. And he just sees this leg going across the conveyor belt so it's like okay it's happening again so he phones up the police and then it's that full-blown archaeological dig in which they then bring out this amazingly preserved torso that had been squished but you can still see like one beady eye just looking at you and like the mouth this has been like frozen in this like awful expression and this was Lindo Pete right completely naked um he it looked like he'd been garroted he'd had um his head caved in all sorts but they couldn't find anything apart from his leg and and his torso um so (laughs) my dad took me to the museum right me being the age that I was suddenly then became convinced that all of these people were just living underground already just to climb out at any time and grab you in. Like, <laughs> I was just absolutely petrified. And then and then when I was doing some research on it, apparently what there's this massive, because they then a year later, same bog. Yeah. And you're, you, I don't know what this means. I've Googled it. I don't know what it means. They found a vestigial thumb. They found a, a body thumb. with no head. And a vestigial thumb. Now, I think that means an extra thumb. Yeah. So, so they found three things in this bog: a woman's head, Lindo Pete, and yeah. then a few years later, a severed body, which they can't marry up to the severed head; they don't match. With a vestigial thumb. Right. So they somewhere got- floating around in the bog is this guy who murdered his wife she's still in there 
Uh, my positive for the week is that uh, my husband took me on a date last night. Mm. Haven't been on a date for, I mean, possibly three years. Um, we went to the theatre, went to see Blythe Spirit with Jennifer Saunders in. And it was lovely. I mean, it pissed it with rain. My hair did not look great when I got home, but that's fine. But it was really nice. I had a glass of fizz. Mm. Blythe Spirit's my favourite play. Mm. And that's my positive. My, I have a negative. Mm. My eldest is on his PGL week, week to two, to two nights away with school. No. I mean, I'm sure he's having a lovely time, but honestly, what is that awful children thing where you're like, I can't wait till they go. And then like 10 minutes in, you're like, but my baby. Mm. And he is such a, we have a hashtag for him on Instagram because he always looks miserable in photos. So Mm. he'll be like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Take a photo of me. And as soon as I get my camera out, he just looks fucking miserable. And so any photos that school have sent me, he looks like, he's about to cry and luckily I'm like I think I think that's just his photo face and he's not having a shit time but yeah I want to hear this but he probably hasn't thought about you once no I think that's great and also everyone took these massive wheelie suitcases for the stuff and he took his school backpack they were like well how did you pack his his dressing gown and I was like he doesn't wear a dressing gown at home he's not gonna fucking wear one on PGL he can wear a hoodie and some fluffy socks it's when they come back and you um you have someone else's smelly socks smelly underpants this is- when you open the bag, I have some tips. You gave me the measuring jug chip, yeah. chip. When Tom came back, he went away for a week. Yeah. The whole dormitory came down with a sickness bug. Oh, no. Oh, I remember you telling me that. It was horrendous. Um, so you can imagine. Oh. It, it, you just got to... Those teachers. Burn it. Just burn it. Just burn the back. Well, I'm really <laughs> lucky because my utility room is freshly tiled. So yeah. joking understand before it had a horrible peeling back lino floor. And for six years I lived with this until he realized that perhaps it needed changing. Mm-hmm. So now it's got tiles. So I'm like wipe clean mm. tiles. So he's going to come in the back door. His bag's going to be unzipped and just emptied onto the tiled floor yeah. next to the washing machine. He's going to then be fed upstairs to the, to the, he was like, I need to take soap with me. And I was like, you're not going to wash babe. You like, if you get in the shower, just rub all over your body with some water, but like, or use someone else's shower gel. But the chances are you're going for two nights. You're not going to wash. No. No. So my mum was like, you should come down and stay on Friday night. And I was like, I'm going to be washing my eldest on Friday night. Hmm. I'm fully expecting to have to like sleep. Sheep dip him. Yeah, that's the plan. (laughs) I'll be sheep dipping on, on Friday. I'll be with you on Saturday. What's your positive for the week? Um, I took Johnny to, because he wants to be a chef. And so Mike and I took <gasps> Johnny to um, a restaurant called, I don't you'll probably know it. It's called oh, Six yeah. by Nico. Yeah, never heard of it, but I loved the photo. He, so what they do is every six weeks they, they have a theme and every six weeks they change it. So you basically turn up, sit down, they bring you food. There's no. Yeah, that's nice. But that's quite grown up. Oh, bless him. He like. He was just one of the few of the courses. He was just like, can't. I was like, it's fine. You are here just to experience it. And it was just so nice because he was, he's like the middle child. Yeah. I hardly ever get, you know, you know, you hardly yeah, you ever have get one-to-one time with them. No, ever. and it was just so really nice. And I think the thing that I quite often try and explain about the middle child thing, which a lot of people, like I have a friend who has two kids and she is relentlessly trying to tell me that it's, it's harder having it's just as hard having two as it is having three and sometimes I agree with her but what is the thing about the middle child is you have your first child they have you to themselves then you have your middle child and then the first child goes to school you have your third child and then the middle child goes to school and the last child has you to themselves mm-hmm. the middle child has never really had that no they've either had a sibling mm-hmm. and then another sibling and then gone to school like they never had that concentrated time no and it was just so nice because like, I don't like this but thank you very much I'm really enjoying my experience I don't like this bit thank you very much I'm really enjoying oh. my- <laughs> but that is a really 
like I would struggle with that like it's quite a lot to have someone Joe's always like oh you wouldn't have liked it tonight someone else ordered for us and I'm like I can't have that I won't have someone else ordering for me um but I think that's the thing is it's quite good because it stops him from going oh I have a burger and chips do you know what I mean? I've come to this really swanky place, but I'm going to have... Yeah, and they, so the, the dessert was like some sort of parfait. And Johnny was like, what is this? And Mike said, it's parfait. And he went, it's a what way? Mike said, it's parfait. So like we were, we then Googled what a parfait was. Yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And it was just, it was just really nice. It's just stuff that you wouldn't, you, I'm assuming you don't knock up a parfait. No. Or oh, Derek can knock up an amazing souffle. Oh yeah, but parfait is not souffle. Well, I don't know. I don't do desserts. My mum makes a very nice coffee parfait. It's mm. basically, my mum's coffee parfait is like eating icing sugar. Mm. Oh, so good. Um, love a souffle. Now I'm going to have to have souffle for my late lunch. Okay. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to congratulate Chippy on no rumbles of the tummy. No rumbles. I c- kept meaning to say to you, though, we we started off talking about this. We're going to end on talking about titting about. Yeah. Their first episode yeah. came out quite a while after we started Life Laundry. Have they copied us? Their first episode was on hobbies. And oh. we've already done one on hobbies. So just saying. Get I your own do. material, ladies. I've known it for a long time. Everyone says I'm like Jennifer Saunders. And actually, maybe she's just trying to be like me. And she's copied our podcast. Perhaps a little bit, a few more viewers. Listeners. Maybe you should have heckled her last night. She was very good. She was yeah. very good. I saw her. And then a few, like a month or so ago, I saw Lily Allen in her thing. And Lily Allen was very good. I think it must be difficult to do the crossover. But anyway, carry on. You were signing us off. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've got to go and pick up my final child and he breaks up today. So that's me into half term. And so I should speak to them having two weeks. Uh, well, kind of good because what they do is they squeeze all of the inset days into a week and they give you oh, that. That is good. good idea. That is it's good. a good idea in theory. Not when you still got a kid in primary school. Because <laughs> no. you still can't go away. It's so that people could get away and take yeah. a holiday in the October half term, which is great. That is great, except you've got Ben. Yeah. The so. spanner in the works. Yeah, you know. Third child. <laughs> and that note, we'll speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. <laughs> Bye-bye.